0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts.
0: Let's hump the fence. It's
1: Alan Jerry's post-game podcast.
0: All right, Monday, 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 Monday. It's podcast. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I did something over the
1: weekend that uh, was probably the last place you would ever catch me. Um, but a you ball know, game, uh, close, very close ball game. Great guess, oh. great guess. Sporting event, very good guess. Uh, every once in a while, I feel like I have to say yes to something. Gene is interested in doing. Sure. And uh, this time, Jerry, I said yes to going to the travel and adventure expo at the Javits Center.
0: You know, I think that sounds fun. <laughs> because Jerry,
1: did n- you like it? There's no one who loves travel and adventure. More than me.
0: But, yeah, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you're going to complain about the airline situation. I get that. Yeah. You've also gone to Italy twice. That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You've gone to Italy twice. Eh, hmm. You've gone to Italy twice. Yeah. Eh. I went I to Ireland
1: with Boomer and Carton years ago.
0: That's true, and we go to we go on these uh, Super Bowl oh, trips.
1: Yeah. Super Bowl trips. Here's how I felt. Was fell it on. worth it? Yeah, it was. It, here's how I fell into it. So it was her son's birthday uh, Saturday as well, and he lives in Hoboken. So she said, "Hey, we can go celebrate his birthday, take him out to lunch. Then we will take the ferry right across. It stops right at the Javits Center. It's like legitimately like a five minute ferry ride." Uh, Is it really? Yeah, so I was like, okay, so I don't have to go wow. into New York, really. I mean, I, I guess I so yeah, I get off the ferry right across the streets of Javits Center. I was like, yeah, maybe there'll be some fun stuff there. Um, it was like it was oh, I got myself a beer when I was walking around, which was perfect. It gave me just enough like okay. mellowness. But it was all just like each each city in it was all like international travel, really. Uh, for a big chunk. Wait, no, it's not fair. There's a big chunk of international travel where it's like, and Gina's talking to a woman about going to visit Namibia. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was an actual conversation.
0: Is that where you guys are going next? is that in I'm, Africa?
1: I believe it is in Africa. Gina goes, look, okay. it's, 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 the woman said it's so safe. Well, of course she's going to say it's safe. But, she's
0: trying to sell you a package.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's trying to sell you a package. And she was actually from Namibia, or however wow. you say it. Like, she looked like uh the guy from crocodile dundee
0: okay <laughs> then all they right. had like
1: a whole area if you want to go to japan they had all japanese people in full so japanese is that all garb. It is, is
0: booths with people selling their country and like travel yes packages?
1: yes hmm. i thought there would be a little more like i thought there'd be like people selling backpacks for like uh hiking or like i thought it'd be a lot of yeah, that. i would
0: think so too yeah
1: but there was a there was a booth for north carolina And I walked over there. I go, hi. I go, I'm considering um, uh, retiring in North Carolina. I go, where should I live? They go, oh, we have this whole retirement guide. They gave me a book, a retirement guide to North Carolina.
0: Did you learn anything from it?
1: Well, I didn't look at it yet. And in fact, Gina took it because she was the one collecting all the things. I haven't seen it again. I don't think she wants to retire in uh, North Carolina, evidently.
0: Have you guys talked about that? No. You haven't talked about retirement?
1: Oh, I talk about retirement all the time, yeah. Well,
0: that's what I mean. I mean, have you talked about where and what you plan to do and what you, what you like and what she would like to do?
1: Well, yeah, at that moment when she goes, um, you're retiring to North Carolina? I go, I don't know. Yeah, I was a beer in already. I was like, I'm going to walk in and talk to these people when, uh, while Gina's talking to somebody about going to visit Africa. I was like, I'm going to go wow. visit. I'd be interested in visiting North Carolina.
0: Maybe she'll retire to Africa. <laughs> maybe then believe it or not jerry
1: new jersey had a booth monmouth county new jersey had a booth afford to do it but (laughs) as did atlantic city
0: well now atlantic city is more affordable
1: well this was like come visit atlantic city
0: oh i thought for retirement no
1: no 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 no, this uh, there was
0: a come visit monmouth county correct Oh, good Lord.
1: There was a come visit New York City while in New York City. There was a come visit Monmouth County, New Jersey. There was a come visit uh, Atlantic City. Then, of course, all around, there was stuff for all around the world, all around the United States. It was kind of interesting.
0: you get anything from Arizona?
1: No, believe it or not, I did not see a lot of Arizona. In fact, I don't recall seeing anything from Arizona.
0: You know why? They don't have to. It sells itself.
1: (laughs) Right. They're like, stop coming here.
0: All you people from New York, have, New Jersey. We have too many tourists. We don't need
1: you here. We don't need you moving here.
0: I mean, that's exa- that's kind of what they're saying by not having a spot.
1: You know, it's funny. I remember looking before I went to see who had booths, and uh, Arizona did have a booth. I just didn't, didn't say. It was a ton of people there. It was weird.
0: Oh, I'm sure. But that, that to me, like I said now, that... Now, listening to you discuss it doesn't interest me as much. Yeah. But had I not known what was there, to me, it is interesting. I love yeah. you know I love traveling, not the way I am today. But um, I, that to me would be intriguing if I had to go into the city and do something, or I was looking for something to do. I like the idea.
1: Yeah, it did seem like when I was like, "Yeah, hey, I'll go into that," but I, well, as soon as I walked in and I saw it was just booth after booth of "Come visit our yeah. city slash country slash continent." It How was, long were you there for? Uh, eh, probably only about an hour and 15 minutes, wow, hour and good. a half. Now, this and is 22. Free. So Gina wanted to go see a speaker named Peter Greenberg. Evidently, he's okay. a, as a he's a, a well-known in the travel industry. He He writes columns on traveling. So because of the timing of meeting her son for lunch, it wasn't going to work out, and she didn't want to rush through lunch to go to this thing. So I oh, maybe right. we'll run into him. It'll be very
0: exciting for you.
1: We're in this packed expo.
0: Oh, you got to be kidding me.
1: Walking down the aisle, she sees him. She stopped him. And,
0: the Joel Osteen moment. Yeah.
1: She fangirled over this guy. Was he handsome? He uh, was an older gentleman. Yeah, he's fine looking. Okay. I would say he was handsome. She was like, All oh, right. I'm such a big fan. May I take a photo? So I have a photo of Gina with Peter Greenberg. And Gina goes, you would like him. He comp- she goes, you would like him. He complains a lot about places, he goes.
0: Oh, it's perfect. Go, Best it sounds, friends
1: forever. Sounds wonderful.
0: Matter of fact, Gina, done with you. I'm with him.
1: I'm with now, Peter, <laughs> Mr. Peter Greenberg.
0: <laughs> we're one and the same.
1: Now, there were a couple different things <laughs> so, going on at the convention center, at the Javits Center. They were all running simultaneously. There was another okay. uh, section called Meet the Breeds. It was a... Uh, American Kennel Club thing where you can go in and meet all different dogs.
0: Oh, uh, see, that would be killer. That seemed
1: awesome. We didn't yes, do Yes,
0: but you're going to want to go home with one.
1: I know. Meet the breeds. I wanted to see if there was, a, you know, could I meet another greyhound while I was up there?
0: There was a, when we got to the, uh, to the charter area in Newark on, uh, what's today? Today's, Today's Monday, Monday. On Saturday. Yes, so on Saturday when we got to the charter area... Uh, one of the women that was helping check us in, was well, she trained someone else, so she was just there observing uh, to make sure the new person did the right thing and everything was good. She was there with her. I think she said it was a five-week-old uh, husky. It was like a stuffed animal. It was so freaking cute. Yeah. And that I think I've told you that's always been the type of dog I've wanted. Um, and I like you, you melt when you see this little thing. That would not be good for me going to that.
1: Right. Oh. You'd be walking home. Uh, you'd be on the ferry heading back to New Jersey with a, a husky puppy. With a puppy.
0: dog. A little husky puppy. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Never know. Mm. What else was going on? There's something else or just those two? No,
1: just uh, there was a third one. I can't remember what it was. So it couldn't have been all that yeah, great. Not important. Yeah. I don't remember I did have
0: one. a moment where I th- I had a moment where I thought of you yesterday um, in the arena and uh, here in Iowa where the place was filling up and I was looking around and I don't know why I, I found myself just locked in on these two guys and a gal having a conversation in the arena. And you, yeah, in the arena, they were literally right next to me and it was before the game started. There were still warm ups going on and I'm looking at the one guy and he looks so much different from the other guy. And then the other guy and the gal looked a little, almost like brother and sister, but they weren't. And it brought back to mind the thing you always talk about with, number one, how we're all the same, yet we look so incredibly different. That's one. We all got the two eyes and the nose, and yet nothing looks the same, even though the parts are almost the same. And then I couldn't help but looking around the arena as I see couple after couple bickering. And it's just, I don't know why, it just stands out. You were locked in on it. all I can think of is... Yeah, and all I could think of was, here I am in one little speck of a state and wherever the hell I am, and there's thousands of people and a lot of couples, and then you think about how many people are out there in the world, and yet you thought that you couldn't live without that person next to you that you're bickering with constantly, right? Right. Yeah. It's a fascinating thought, and I said it to Austin, my partner, and he just laughed. He's like, you know, I think about that, too, when I'm in crowded places, and you see people that are clearly couples arguing and it's like there's a whole world out there. Like you could be in Iowa, you could be in Nebraska, New Jersey, New- hell, you could be in Ireland. And just you think that this little world that we're in is everything. It's just, it's an interesting thought. It really is sometimes.
1: It's so one thing you also realize that everybody, there are like any type of unique situation that you think you are in or the way that you are feeling or you're experiencing it, a lot of people are having.
0: Everyone is, yeah. Pretty much. So you're pretty like, pretty oh, much. nobody really else is,
1: is having this issue in their relationship. Yeah, they are.
0: Most people are, probably. I listened And to- I don't know why it... I, I, real quick, I don't know why it took me so long to realize that too i don't know if it's getting older being more observant i don't know it's if it's you know seeing years and years you know my sister in a couple of tough relationships she's in a good one now but she had a couple of bad ones seeing that you know my parents when they bicker as they've gotten older i think maybe that's part of it is you never think your parents don't get along and when you see them not getting along from time to time it's like wow Even them. And I don't know, just much more observant to people.
1: Yeah, I think it's a getting older type of thing when you, because when, and that's the thing, like when people always say, oh, you know, what do you wish you could tell your younger self? Like when you're in high school and you're in college and you think people have it so great. You know, we see it more so now because people put the best stuff on social media and, of course, don't put any of the bad stuff out there. But you always think right. you're the only one feeling this way or that person's leading a tremendous life. And the these, you know, girls that you don't want to ask out on dates, you think they're so um, sure of themselves. They're not. They don't right. think they're beautiful. They don't think uh, they're above you. You know, that's the thing, like, I wish... That I knew younger. I didn't figure that out you, until I was in my for, legitimately in my forties.
0: You would have been a Romeo otherwise.
1: Yeah, I would have been a sweet talking Romeo, Jerry.
0: Yeah, that well, I right. mean, if you go back, I'm sh- I'm sure you can think of the same guys, you know, like me too in high school that were uh, very confident in themselves. Yeah, and they would have no problem going up to a girl, and quite frankly, wouldn't care if the girl said no, knowing the next one might say yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of rejection, Al.
1: Correct. Uh, another thing I came up with the uh, you know people feeling similar when people feel like they're in unique situations. So I I was in the car driving up to Hoboken on a s- Saturday morning and put on WFAN and it was just starting. I heard Craig's uh, hello, my name is Craig, uh, half hour yeah. show uh, about very good, gambling addiction. This episode was unbelievable. He had on this woman who was like the president of a company. And uh, loved to gamble as a way to, like, just shut off the world, you know, where she wasn't thinking about work. And she would play yeah. slot machines, and she st- would go, like, once a month with her husband. Then she was going twice a month and a couple times a week. And she was the mm-hmm. breadwinner in the family. So when they would go, she said she that her husband had no idea how many times she was going to the ATM. She was in control of the money because she made all the cash. Right. And then, and then just like how her addiction grew, she was taking money from the company, all this stuff, how wow. she had planned out her suicide. I mean, it was crazy. And yes. both her and Craig were saying the... She was saying the same thing that I heard Craig say, which was, you know, when you go to rehab, you think you're the only one hiding things this way. You think you're the only one feeling this way about your addiction. You think you're the only one... Uh, sneaking behind uh, your husband or your company's back, like, and and then you go to the rehab, and everyone has the same or very similar experience to the way you had. And, and yeah. I've heard that of people who are in AA, right? They all they'll go, "Oh, I thought I was the only one um, visiting different liquor stores, so the person behind the counter didn't recognize me." You know, it's like right. these all these little tricks that you thought you came up with when you go and talk to other people they're in the sim- they did the same things
0: no you're just repeating patterns that everyone else has figured yeah. out before you
1: yeah we've all figured yeah. out the patterns and we all do them depending you know on what it is but it was like such a powerful story this woman told gina was actually crying in the car oh my at this God. woman and this woman had a triumphant story like she sounded so good and so healthy and uh she actually once she paid everybody back and got her life straightened out and went through rehab and all that stuff. She then went back to school and is now in a, a gambling addiction um, psychiatrist or psychologist, something like that. So, yeah, it was a okay. pretty wild story.
0: Is she still married? Uh,
1: you know, that's a great question. I, I I don't remember if that came up. I don't remember it.
0: Because a, a lot of times that can break up a marriage and a family.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was a great story, though. It was, like, unbelievable. And it's weird, too, when when people have come through that stuff, whether it's drinking or gambling, like, like how positive they are about life.
0: Yeah, because they feel like they were given a second chance. And it's, you know, it's it's perspective in so many different ways that, I mean, you and I have talked about this a hundred thousand times over the years. When something bad happens, you gain this amazing perspective and you become a different person for about 15 minutes. And then once things kind of go, you know, it's like when a friend passes away or something and you sit there and you start really thinking about things, you realize, why do I get upset over stupidity? And, you know, I think you do a good job, not you specifically, but I mean just you understood. You you start doing a better job with things for a while, and then slowly, for whatever reason, you kind of morph back into that scummy, (laughs) upset (laughs) person that uh, has trouble handling things. It's weird. It really is weird.
1: One of the strange things this woman said in her experience, so I guess she she had planned out her suicide and everything. Like she had planned out uh she she knew when in her life insurance policy the suicide thing expired. I guess when you get like yeah. life insurance if if you commit suicide in a certain amount of time they think that's why you got out took out the life insurance so it doesn't pay out but I guess there's a certain number of of years that go by where they do pay out on suicide I'm not I, didn't
0: this, know, I, I did not know that
1: this is what this conversation made it seem like that she had planned out and yeah. she knew which date it matured where the suicide was taken out so that she knew her family would be fine uh, and they'd be Damn. able to live. Yeah, it was crazy. She had a whole thing planned out. That is out.
0: a dark place to be in, man.
1: And she called her work, she called someone at her work to tell them what she had done with the work funds and, that she, you know, all the stuff she was going to do and the the guy, she, a guy at work is the one who got her to call the 1-800-GAMBLER number Yeah, and essentially saved her life but he doesn't talk to her like he they haven't spoken since the conversation where she told him mm-hmm. what she had done and he got her the proper help she said it's
0: amazing she, i wonder if the, she was taking the money from him i
1: don't know she just said he's he's not there yet to to um have that relationship and she right. was so even like positive with that just like why well, I, I understand you know we had different experiences he's not ready to have that relationship, and he may never be ready. I was just like, an, again, like this perspective she had after coming through it on the other side.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? That's an, that's a good ending to a bad story.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I think they podcast that. I mean, I just pretty much told the woman's whole story anyway. But um,
0: Yeah, but you know what? Listening to it, I, I do listen to that show with Craig. Not yeah. every week, but certainly often, and... It's, um in a lot of cases, the stories do have better endings than you would think otherwise. Yeah. And they are, they, it's it's engaging. It's very cap, uh, captivating, yes. I would say, listening to them.
1: This was very captivating. I was locked in. I was like, oh my gosh.
0: Understood. Yeah. Pretty wild.
1: And then uh, finally, Jerry, I'll leave you this story. I um, had a whole bunch of coins, like a giant jar of coins, and I was going to take it yeah, to- Yeah, I got uh, one
0: too. I don't know what to do with. Yeah. yeah
1: so I'd, I every time I go to Stop and Shop, I see the coin machine. And I was like, you know, I'm bringing my coins on Sunday. Did anybody was, recognize you as you're no. pouring
0: coins into the coin store? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> and I made Gina stand there with me, a uh, um, guard. <laughs> you know, and I poured in my coins, and I think I had ninety something dollars, ninety four dollars worth of coins.
0: You know, they took. Okay.
1: You know, they take. They took
0: twelve bucks. Yes. What the. That machine cost what, dude? That machine costs a lot of money. Number one, and do you think that machine's in there for free? No. They're probably paying a little bit of rent. That mightn't be a much, but I'm sure they're paying Stop and Shop something for the space. Not only that, the so, machine is
1: always broken, so they got to be maintaining it.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, that doesn't. I I knew. I didn't know it was that much. I thought it was about five percent. You're telling me twelve dollars. Twelve percent. That's a that's a yeah. It's a big number. That's a, that's a very big I think number. Uh, Listen, here's here's your alternative. Go buy the little packets and start rolling your, your pennies and nickels.
1: Right. I know, like, I mean, rolling quarters is easy, but rolling yes. dimes, nickels, and pennies, what am I doing?
0: It takes forever for 50 yeah. cents of pennies. What a waste of time. So think about it this way. You went, and for $12, you saved at least an hour, well, not an hour, but you saved yourself 30 minutes of time and frustration and dirty, disgusting fingers yeah. It's worth it.
1: Right. For $12, I got $84 in cash.
0: That's pretty good. Which for was money sitting that in, in a You otherwise weren't thinking about. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, thinking about that's it. That's very smart. I love that. I think that they used to have one of those, a TD Bank, yeah. which was free, and yep. they did not charge. Right. And they took those out because I think they were having issues with the... I guess the thing was making errors or something yeah, it was I making that errors thing. that was awesome uh, yeah that's yeah. what I used to
1: use the the TD bank but yeah it was it was making errors which I knew it was making errors because the last time I used it I had put in all my coins except I used to save quarters for the parking meters so I'd right. never put quarters in and when it gave me the rundown of uh, what my coins equaled I had money like a couple bucks in quarters which I know we're not in <laughs> so I was like this
0: machine <laughs> is sc- screwball city. <laughs> It was just approximating. Right. But even then, I thought,
1: if I walk up to a stranger on the street and I said, uh, what will you give me for these coins? And he went, eh, $84. I'd be like, fine, I'll take it. Knowing there could
0: be more, I was just like, "Ah, eh, felt I like a fair deal. I gave you this jar of coins, you gave me $84. You got a new business. Go to a flea market, get a spot, and you'll approximate <laughs> coin weight.
1: Yeah. What do you got in there? Nickels, That's dimes, and, are the quarters in there? No quarters? okay. Mm. Okay.
0: I'll say uh, I give you ninety one. <laughs> now there used to be some
1: machines in some places where, like the Acme in uh, Madawan, I did it there once before. And if you took your money in an Amazon gift card, they didn't take any dollars. I tell
0: you this Amazon gift card stuff. Yeah, that is. I've even noticed. So there's a corn, a brand new cornhole place in Tom's River, I believe. Yeah. Where their prize or Amazon gift cards? Yeah, there's um, I, this Amazon gift card thing has become a thing.
1: I <laughs> love Let's an Amazon that. gift card.
0: Like, yeah, how would you not? You get whatever the hell you want. Yep. Yeah, it's so true. Man, that's what I gotta start doing selling Amazon gift cards. Let's go. That's the way we, we're handing them out as prizes, not selling them.
1: That's the thing that's terrible about Amazon when you get your credit card bill. They don't tell you what you bought. It's just like. Amazon $43, Amazon $28. What are all these Amazon purchases I made?
0: Mm -hmm. And also, it's so easy to buy stuff. Like Joseph went on and bought a shirt. (laughs) <laughs> and didn't realize it came out of our checking account. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I just clicked the button. It said buy now. I'm like, what'd you buy it with? He goes, I don't know. He said it was there just to purchase now. And he's he's so easygoing. He went up to him and got his wallet. He goes, Here, I'll give I'm like, don't worry about yeah. it. Just don't do that again. Yeah. Like, my goodness, the last thing I need him, but what? He'll go buy like an arcade game for six thousand yeah. dollars. Hey, buy now. My
1: <laughs> my funny. sister's son, when he was like nine years old, he bought a two hundred fifty dollar train set on Amazon. For I, I believe it.
0: I believe it. That, My sister it's returned so simple.
1: it. Yeah, he just well, she got the notification that you just bought a train set, and she was like, "I just bought a train set." Yeah,
0: the little kid. I didn't buy no train yeah. set. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> that is pretty fun. I sure did. I, so oh, what, look at this. We're le- we're leaving for the airport shortly.
1: Okay, good. I was going to ask you when are you leaving.
0: Uh, we were supposed so it's been going back and forth between 11 a.m. out here. It's 9:30, 10 a.m. out here, and then 1 p.m. We're back to 10 a.m. So we're leaving in about 30 minutes. It looks like. 35 minutes. Like, this has been real quick because I know we got to go. And I really do got to go now. But this has been so di- just listen to this rundown from yesterday. Okay, Rutgers loses at Iowa. As we're doing the post-game show, my engineer, Paul Schrager, goes, um, some bad news. I think we're going to be delayed a little while. All right, fine, fair enough, whatever. I'm probably not going to be able to watch the first football game anyway. I was hoping to get home in time to watch the second half of the Chief Bengals game. So we get on the bus, and one of the grad assistant coaches comes up and goes, um, guys, we are delayed. It's looking like three hours. I'm like, oh, three hours so it's four o'clock I'm thinking all right seven o'clock not that big a deal we'll still get home by Nah, I'll be home by 10 o'clock that's okay we come back to the hotel and as we are getting our bags to go on the bus to go to the airport he comes in and goes sorry guys plane's not here yet and it was mechanical issues with our plane that was here he goes "Eh, it's going to be a little bit longer we got it looks like two more hours so now we're leaving at nine at this point now it's 7, probably 7 o'clock out here. It's past 8 home. I'm like, all right, at this point i got to call Spike because, uh, you know, what if? Never thinking that the what if was going to happen. Yeah. So 9 o'clock comes, and he comes back in. He goes, all right, guys, here's the final thing. We are going. We're, we're leaving at 11.15. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, all right, well, no sleep tonight, but at least I'll get to work. No problem. We get on the bus, Al. We go 20 minutes to the airport, and all of a sudden as we get to the airport, the gates Cop comes over and we could hear him. He basically says, "Guys, flight's canceled. You might want to go back to your hotel. Oh my gosh. No flights tonight." We were like, "What?" So we come back to the hotel. Here I am at midnight trying to figure out what do I do in the morning. And thanks to Paul Schrager, who had this really cool device that takes cellular data and transfers it into an Ethernet port. This is not. I don't think it's right. Has it been bad at all? No. So thanks to him, he set up this this connection in my room. And I was able to get through the day. but So, yes, I am leaving soon in about 20 minutes now. So I'm very excited. Yeah,
1: it was just a, a very hair of a delay in conversations. I but it, it, I think it would affect you a lot more if you were hosting. Like uh, you're hosting tomorrow and sure. Wednesday with Gio because Boomer is uh, out taping his commercials, yeah. his Super Bowl
0: commercials. That was show. the one thing Spike said. Yeah, the one thing Spike said was if you were hosting, that would have been a major problem. But yeah. since you're not, because we even, we even talked about if – they were Rutgers was talking about leaving at 7 a.m. this morning. I said, "Well, I can't. I have to stay in Iowa City. I got to work." And Spike was. I told him that, and Spike said, "He goes, you go home." He goes, "We'll figure it out." And then we, we were going to have you do it, um, sit in for me. I said, "They'd have fun with Al. He's done yeah. it before." So that was an. That was up in the air. So oh, okay. Um. Anyway, thanks. Thank you for putting up with it. I'm sorry for this. This is out of my control, but I will be there tomorrow.
1: All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow. Then you're hosting with Gio Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, CeeLo will be in your chair.
0: And away we'll go. Right on. Enjoy, man.
1: Hi, Jerry. So.